that makes sense. That makes uh, I never thought about you know the whole. Oh, Aquí estoy! Aquí estoy! Ya me quiere echar para afuera, chingado. Hombre, bro. Hey, we can do it like this. You look good. It's up to you. Uh, the- hey, welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast where we try to broaden perspectives all while going off the rails. In today's episode, we have Tito Caballero from 104.5 Latino Heat. And I messed that up. <laughs> Latino <I'm> hit, hits. <laughs> <laughs> some people say hits. Some people say hits. It's all good. I got to be honest, bro. Like, too hard, too fast. I'm like, uh, is this like a porn or a podcast? <laughs> it can be, man. It can be whatever you want. But Allah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole hits, it's like, you know, that uh, that accent came out. It's like, Latino yeah. hits. Eh. No, uh, hey. That Eddie, uh, Eddie Guerrero too. came out. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me too, bro. <laughs> Latino heat. Dude, Tito, you're on 104.5 here in San Antonio. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, but we're, we're gonna get into this, but let's do the let's let's you know what? Let's get into it. Sit back, buckle up, let's go too hard, too fast. Boom. Welcome to Too Hard Too Fast. Welcome back to Too Hard Too Fast. Anything that rolls downhill, man. I mean old habits die hard, right? It's the podcast. By the people, for the people. Well, I'm going too hard, too fast. Well, we are double fisted on that ass. <laughs> Only here, too hard, too fast. Let's do it. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, where your host, George, is sitting down naked from the waist down. Uh, so <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and I'm a little cold, everybody. Uh, <laughs> hey, vamos, George fast. So welcome everyone to Too Hard Too Fast podcast. Right, we go off the rails, and George has to worry about it. So (laughs) here we go for the podcast of the century. Cheers, dude. I'm a little nervous. I'll tell you this. We've already talked for a while. We've been, you know, back and forth on Instagram. Um, We've met each other already. Usually, I don't meet the guests till like much later, like because usually (laughs) it's right here. But I met you first, man. But I'm nervous a little bit right now. Because I always wanted to be, not always, but there was a big part of my life where I was like, I think I want to be on the radio. Like, I want to try being on the radio. And so it's kind of interesting. And it's kind of really like, it's me. I guess I'm trying to show off for you is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Uh, Dude, well, I'm humbled. And and thank you for being, uh, having me on your podcast. But um uh yeah don't i like it's easy bro like don't have to you already do a great job like i've seen your podcasts they're always entertaining they're always fun they inspire me dude and so (laughs) yeah dude so keep up the good work man now i appreciate it and you know what we're gonna get into today i'm gonna try to not hit you with some too hard too fast (laughs) questions but i'm gonna hit you with some that it might get you in trouble it might not it might get us both kicked off the air uh, you know what? I am used to getting in trouble, bro. So <laughs> I'll weasel my way out of it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but first, I really, you know, I got to know you a little bit and you kind of explained your life uh, in a very short yeah, little segment while we were at a party. Um, yeah. So I kind of want to, uh, are you fr- originally from San Antonio? Born and raised uh, on the south side, uh, right down for South Cross in 35. South Cross in 35? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the real gunslingers. 
now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's an, it's different now, maybe from when you grew up, right? Uh, you know what? I hear more gunshots now than I did when I grew up. Uh, okay. I think. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, um, uh, you know, it, you hear more gunshots down there than you do in Stone Oak, I would argue. <laughs> it's not always somebody getting shot. I think 90% of the time it's, you know, somebody trying to show off and shoot into the ground or into the air or whatever, right? Like uh, both stupid ideas, but people yeah. do it. So, uh, you know, yeah. I hear them, I'm here over here on the west side of town. Uh, yeah. So you hear some uh, fireworks go off every now and then. So. Probably the same, yeah, yeah. Los Cuetas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit, I forgot. Uh, are you drinking anything on the podcast? Well, I, um, I because I was getting prepared, I, I am prepared. I haven't opened it yet. So I was waiting for this moment because I'm salivating over here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know my mouth is getting dry over here. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, what is your beverage of choice? Oh, so I got this, uh, let me get it actually. So I can see it. Uh, I, I, I have the tequila. I was going to do a shot, but I'll wait. Uh, oh, I'm actually going to take. I guess great gonna... minds think alike because I got us some tequila too. It might not be the same yeah. one you got. Uh, nice dude. Nice. Well, uh, I do have the tequila on my other desk, which uh, maybe we'll go and check it out here in a minute, but I stopped by Twin Liquors here by the store, and um, I uh, wanted to make a michelada, dude. So I uh, picked up some beer, and I'm going to make a little michelada real quick. Let's do it. What do you put on your micheladas? I put um, Twang's Reserve Michelada Cocktail. Uh, I don't know if you've ever tried it or not. And then I have the pickle salt that they make. Mm. Have you ever tried their pickle salt? Is that the green bottle? Yeah. This one okay. right here. Oh, the famous grim body. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Uh, sometimes I'll do the pickle michelada mix, but uh, I didn't have any uh, because I like it so much. <laughs> so I'm going into the reserve michelada mix, which is like their signature michelada. Do you like micheladas or not? I do like micheladas, and everybody thinks I'm like crazy when I say this, but have you ever had an orange juice michelada? Um, uh, no, that's, uh, uh kind of like, kind of like a mimosa, but with beer. Yeah. So I didn't invent it, obviously, but <laughs> there, there used to be a restaurant here in, in San Antonio off of I-10 called Pericos. I think there might be one on 281 and 1604 still, yeah. but they used to make their micheladas with orange juice and it was everything else, same ingredients that goes on, it goes in it, but instead of tomato juice, orange juice and it was it was really good um yeah i could see that being good actually uh i love micheladas man and and i um uh, you know i make them at home i uh, if i go out to bars you know definitely that's like probably what i'm gonna order uh but only like for a couple of drinks then it's like yeah <laughs> it's like yes mucho right yeah that tomato juice will give me heartburn <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah put a little pickle salt on here and i'm good to go damn Ready? cheers salud salud you uh, so what i did i put that uh tequila with um with some uh, topo chico and some lemon and somebody told me that that's the real recipe for a uh, ranch water 
Mm. I don't know. They've been. I've seen so them you at know the, the store. Secret, you know the secret recipe. You just let it out of the bag. <laughs> I just let it out. Apparently, it's all three ingredients: is tequila, wow. carbonated water, and limon. Yeah. So this is uh, this is my lunch right now. Actually, I haven't had lunch yet. So, hoy viernes. Uh, oh wait, I don't know if this is going to be on a Friday when this is going to drop. But I, it it's is Friday a when we're lunch. It's a it's, it's a michelada lunch today. It's a michelada lunch. Uh, doesn't matter what what day of the week it is. Have it for right. lunch. So good. Um, so, good. so are you guys? You guys are allowed to drink before you go on air, or no? No. Okay. Well, then I won't say you're going on there. <laughs> so I'm breaking the rules, man. I'm breaking the rules. Nice. <laughs> no, well, uh, like- I, no, actually, actually, it's a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I've seen. I, you know, there's this um, radio host that I, is, he's super famous and he has a star. Why can't I think of his name? Elvis. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran? Yeah. Elvis Duran? Yeah, Elvis Duran. Yeah. So I used to listen to him a lot. And my favorite things he would do is like the the little morning happy hour or whatever. They would yeah. bring in the Uncle Uncle Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I thought that was the coolest thing. That's the first thing that started me thinking like, all drunk. That's why I want to be in radio. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it just seemed like a party. Like it was like you have all your friends around. And then yeah. regardless if you're drinking or not, but it, it always just seemed like a party, like to have that. Yeah. But then I started learning that to actually have a morning show and for it to actually last is, is the hardest thing in the world. It's hard work for sure. Yeah. But I love that bit too, by the way, from Elvis Duran. That was my favorite bit. And it's funny. That's the one that everybody remembers. Everybody remember, like everybody that I talked to <clears throat> and uh, we talk about morning radio or, Everybody says, oh, yeah, you know, Uncle Johnny. And what was this? Uh, what was the saying? I can't remember the saying. I used to say it all the time, and I can't remember what it is now. What are you, bananas? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I think that's what, I don't know. Maybe it is. I, that's the one I remembered right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Oh, okay. hey, lady, I think is what it is. It was that's what it is. That's what hey, it is. Lady. <laughs> hey, lady. Hello, lady. Or something like that's that. What, yeah. That's what it is. Hello, Hello, lady. <laughs> That's what it is. Where yeah. I get the bananas from? I don't know. I, I don't know, dude. Uh, but I do love Elvis Duran. He's uh, somebody that I've respected and looked up to a lot. Uh, he's got a great show. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, that's like I said. He was one of the first people that yeah. I would like try to listen to, no matter what. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's funny because I don't. I think he was in Austin, like not in Austin, but like he was streamed into Austin. Yeah. Um, but I never listened to him till like out, like when they announced they weren't going with him anymore, and people yeah. were like angry or not. And so I was like, "Well, I'm gonna listen to see what what they were what they're about." And him and Kid Craddock. Yep, I remember them. Yeah, and um, but you know, after sad to say, but after Kid Craddock passed away, I stopped listening to the show. Yeah, you know, uh, I think a lot of people did, but. You know they uh, they still carry his name. I think the new show still does really well. You know, JC does a great job, uh, and people love them, dude. People, I mean, listen to them here in San Antonio. Like that's one of our shows on our sister, one of my sister stations here, and uh, and they do really well, man. People love them. You guys still have them on? Like yeah, here in San Antonio. Yeah, in San Antonio, you can listen to them uh, on uh, Q102. 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so I'm sorry to bring the party down with that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's life, bro. I mean, if we were drinking at a bar, like, you know, that's this is exactly like how we would talk. So I no. think it's all right. No, yeah. Oh, and, and so when I was thinking about like how hard the whole morning show thing is, yeah. Um, when I got more into like learning about how you get in radio and what you need to be in radio, um, I the most that everybody ever always said was like, hey, you have to be ready for like movement or yeah, it's what's that word like security isn't there like it's like you're always that's true bro like i could be gone tomorrow like every day i wake up and it's like i got a job today amen <laughs> uh because uh you know that's just but that's corporate america like in general bro you know what i mean like i think that we live in a day and age where tomorrow's not guaranteed like in our employment right so um uh but you know that comes that comes you know Yes, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of hard work, right? But, you know, the downside is it's not very secure, right? How do you deal with that, like, mentally? Hard. Like, it's hard. You know, thankfully, um, I think I don't suck, and that helps a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, I can do a lot of different things, right? Like, I can can, uh, program a radio station. I can talk on the air. I can edit audio. I can uh, produce videos. Right. Like I, I have video editing chops as well. Right. I have a sales background and all of this, I think, kind of helps to, you know, create a more well-rounded um, uh, employee. Right. For a broadcast company. So I think that that's probably why I've been able to, you know, to, to stay uh, uh, employed. But I'm also, you know, not naive to the fact that that, you know, sometimes that that doesn't matter. Sometimes budget cuts mean even people who are talented. And, um, and can't, uh, you know, and can do their job very well and, and have a great following. Like sometimes even those people have to go right for whatever initiative, like the company has, and, you know, we can't be sour about it. It's just the way that, you know, the business works and, oh, you know, I, I've, you know, I have been fired. Um, I have been fired, uh, one, once I think, uh, twice. Uh, both of those situations, uh, I embraced the change, right? Like, it was like, okay, like, yeah, it's time. And, you know, I, and, and I moved on to, you know, other things that excited me. So I think that everything happens for, you know, for a reason. And I, and I trust that, you know, there's a purpose and, 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 I, and I go with the energy and I bring my positive energy. And I think you bring positive energy into any situation, bro, you're going to make the best of it, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I agree with that. And um, so what, what made you go into radio is that what you always wanted to do or different paths? yeah i uh i was always fascinated at how the audio would come through right like like this the, the, the technology behind it always fascinated me and i'm like how does that like how can he be talking like somewhere else and this is coming out on my speakers right and so that was the initial the initial i think interest um and then i started to really like observe you know, what people were saying, what the DJs were saying, the music, like even the branding and the jingles. When I was a little kid, dude, like, I don't know, 10 years old, like my, I remember my brother would make fun of me because I would sing the old, uh, I don't know how old you are, if you remember uh, KEDA or I've ever heard of them, right? But they were like the first bilingual station in, in the world. 
Uh, here, well, Spanish, English in the U.S., right? And there was nothing like them before. They've been on forever and they're still on the air. But they had this old jingle that would uh, go like, Radio Jalapeño, oh, 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 ahora en estereo. I still remember it, dude. And I was like 10. And I would sing that in the shower. Like other people were like singing like, you know, songs that were on the radio. And I'm singing the fucking radio station jingle, dude, right? <laughs> Clearly there was something wrong with me uh, way back then, right? Um, but I, uh, yeah, I've always been fascinated at, at, at the art of entertainment, communicating, and, 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 and being passionate about like a sense of community, right? Because I think that, you know, a radio station, a, a good, healthy, you know, well-run radio station is really, you know, um, part of the fabric of the communities that they're in, right? And that's always been my, you know, goal with stations that I've managed and run, like Latino Hits here in San Antonio, right? Like it, it is important for us we have a sense of responsibility to our community, right? And that's always paramount in the things that we consider and do at the radio station. So, um, uh, so all of that, I, you know, all of those things kind of put together, you know, created a situation where I was washing back to answer your question. Cause I went down a little rabbit hole, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, uh, I started watching radio station bands, dude, in, in, in Laredo. And, and I was fascinated and, and, and I was doing it for free. And eventually I moved to San Antonio. And you were, How did you get that gig? Like you just went and was okay. like, hey, can I wash your van or what? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, we, we, I grew up um, around horses and team roping, right? And wow. there was a friend of mine who was on the radio station in, in Laredo, worked for Guerra Communications. Uh, it was C93 and, and, and he had it on airship. And he was young. I mean, we were like 17, 18 years old and he had us on airship. I'm like, oh my God, that's so badass. Like, and I became friends with him. He roped with us, right? He became friends with him. And then he's like, dude, just, you know, come by. I'll show you the station or whatever. He's super nice. And so he showed me the station. He would show me like how he did his job and I would wash in exchange. I, I would wash like the vans and help him like with whatever I could. Right. Um, and then I moved to, back to San Antonio right after I graduated high school. And um, uh, I was only down there for a couple of years. My parents had to go down for business. When I moved back to San Antonio, uh, it was a, it was a station called K Rio. And I remember Robin Flores, who I think is still on the air here, uh, hired me and um I remember I, I would I would go to the payphone. It's how long ago this was. I'm aging myself. I would go to the payphone that was outside. Uh, I think it was called Lincoln Center. This glass building there on uh, on on Callahan and I-10. Uh, and there was a payphone at the Exxon there on the corner, right around, right on the corner from there. And I would call him first on the request line, dude, and try to tell him like, "Hey, man, you know, I, I'm willing to work. Like, I have this experience." Like, <laughs> and he ignored me, dude. And then finally, like, I started to call the receptionist, right? And the receptionist, I was, I'm sure I was a pain in the ass, dude. And the receptionist, uh, later I found out, ended up, tell, ended up telling Robin, the program director, like, fucking hire this kid so he'll stop fucking <laughs> calling me already. Like, please, right? So that's how I got hired. I was just so fucking annoying that they hired me to shut me. <laughs> shut me up uh, to get some peace of mind. So, so that's how I got, how I got started. And thankfully, dude, I've been blessed that I've always worked in radio. Right? If you know, there was a period of time where I was consulting um, and developing technology for radio um, and TV uh, when I wasn't on the air. But I've always been 
associated or tied to my income has always been, you know, radio or writing, um, either scripts or music, you know, music coverage, music reviews, stuff like that. Well, uh, when you were talking about, you know, you were listening to the radio station and you can remember the jingles. I couldn't, I, I tried to relate to that knowing that I wanted to be in radio, but I didn't, I was like, when, when did I want to start being in radio? And I think it was during, in college. Oh, shit. <laughs> hold on. I got to stand up, bro, because it's, uh, this thing, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's like, you're not moving, so we're going to turn the lights off. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, we're getting into the mood. I guess it is going to be a porno. Right. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, no, it, it, it's motion sensor. So if I don't move, they turn off after a while. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, and you guys, the radio stations have that uh, that dead air thing too, right? Like you guys have to keep talking, or else something everything yeah. shuts off, or what? Or or, or we get fired. Or we get fired. <laughs> <laughs> get fired. <laughs> that too. That's the real dead air. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Nah. So like in college, it wasn't until college where I moved. Uh, into San Antonio where I actually got to hear more radios because where I grew up was Eagle Pass and there wasn't really much of anything uh, there. Yeah. But what we did have is La Rancherita de Laira and that I can remember. La Rancherita de Laira. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. See, you were built for radio, man. Uh, we got to get you to put another radio mic. <laughs> yeah, and I, I used to... I used to bank on the fact that I have the face for radio, but nowadays you guys have to be pretty too. Cause you guys are all over. We the have place. to do video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. So, um, so now I'm out of luck. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, uh, my boss sent me a memo when I was weighing 270 and he's like, Hey bro, you got to lose 50 pounds. Um, or I'm kidding, by the way, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I like, guess like, I'm, I'm out of luck. Gotcha. Gotcha. Vato, gotcha. <laughs> uh, no, dude. Uh, but I would see myself on video, right? And I'm like, fuck, like, no, like, I've got to, like, no, no se puede. Like, I got to change something. No, uh, I know what you mean, but I've, I've gone back to edit some old stuff on this podcast alone, which has only been off and on for about when, uh, 2020. That's when we came back. Like, we started yeah. 2017 and we came back. Uh, and I say we because I had a partner, um, a, a co-host. and. I was uh, edited some old stuff and my weight has been fluctuating very badly. <laughs> yeah. like you can see yeah. some like barbacoa and then it, it thins <laughs> out and it goes back. So I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stay like a, at a good. Hey, I have had so many people hit me up uh, because I've lost this weight. Right? And I've always been pretty fit my whole life. It was the last three or four years that I let myself go. And so many people were like, or hit me up. I, I thought to myself, man, I should open a gym or something. Because all these people are like hitting me up. Like, hey, what did you do? How'd you do it? Like, what's your secret? Like, and there's no secret, bro. It's just like cutting back on the tortillas and the sodas and the, you know, fatty shit and exercising every day, bro. Like, and even 30 minutes, it doesn't have to be like, oh my God, I'm going hard at the gym for like three hours. Like, you don't need that, bro. Like, you don't have to kill yourself on the Stairmaster or the treadmill. We're to walk for 30 minutes every day, bro. It's amazing. Like, six months, you'll drop 50 pounds if you do that, bro. But you got to stay disciplined. Like, you really got to stay disciplined. You got to, you know, it's hard, bro. Like, I, you know, I'm, I, mom cooks like, you know, the pideo and the carne guisada and the homemade tortillas, dude. And you're like, oh my God. And you don't want to say no because then, 
you know, you offend her and she's like, chinga, mijo, like, I made you this food. And you're like, they give you the guilt trip, bro. So then it's like, fuck, well, I got to eat these tortillas, right? And so, you know, I had to have a, oh, I had to have a heart to heart. I had to have a heart to heart and be like, look, don't get offended. <laughs> I'm really trying to do this for my health. Like, I really got to do this. And uh, so anyway. Now I get my, every time I go back and visit my mom, she's like, I mean, hoira. Una dieta, no, like exercise, like mom, I'm trying, I'm doing, but then right there, she's, I know, right? Up there, I'm like, well, mom, you're not helping either. <laughs> it's like, hey, you don't visit very often. Let me feed you. I know, right? When you started to learn radio, that you have to go like to courses or it was all hands on. Um, nowadays, people have to. Like, I mean, in college, like I took theater, I always, um, I always excelled in, in, in writing in creative writing and literature. Like that was my lane. Right. Um, and, um, you know, English lit. And, um, so, you know, my training wasn't like radio or TV. Right. But, but I think that, that, you know, theater and creative writing were a big part of like a big, like contributing factor to me being able to create, um, compelling brands. Right. Um, and, and, you know, have successful, you know, I did morning radio, as you know, um, you know, have, for a long time and, and to be able to do, you know, morning radio with a cast of people, um, create a show every day. Like, I think that that back, you know, that, that school background probably helped me more than if I would have gone to like radio and TV, like production school. Right. Cause you know, I think that they'll teach you how to push the buttons. Right. And they'll teach you, you know, like how it works. But they don't, I don't think, always focus on developing the storytelling skills, right? And the, the content creation skills. Maybe maybe now more, but yeah, so. I mean, a lot of it too, at least from my end, because I, when in college, I didn't go for anything like this. I went, I did education, then I did business. So... And and then now I'm doing this. Well, obviously, it's not as like a paid gig. Like a, I can quit everything tomorrow yeah, not yet. or yesterday. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. That's a good well, exactly. Look, out, look, look out, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, got that Joe Rogan status. Because too hard, too fast is coming for you, Vato. <laughs> yeah, we'll go too hard, too fast, and then <laughs> we got, we got it. We're coming. We're uh, we're doing that. Uh, you know, silent, that silent thing that us Hispanics yep. are like, we, we yeah. sneak it, we sneak up on you, man. You yep. never know which way we're coming from. Yep. No, that's funny. But, um, dude, and honestly, just having the little attention that I have and that growing, it's already yep. put me in, in touch with a lot of great people. Like just here, just you on your own, man. If, if I've, if I've never would have started this, I would, we would have never met. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe, but it would have been when I was trying to hassle you for some tickets or something. <laughs> for Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah. So, everybody uh, hitting me up. That's so funny. Uh, Bad Bunny would be in here too, but he's driving the van out in San Antonio right now. We got Maluma hanging out back there, though. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's he's out there getting kisses from everybody. I see. I see uh, the Instagram. I, I have to wipe him down every night, dude. <laughs> oh, man. That's a live cochino. No, man. So uh, I think a lot of the stuff is hands-on too, like just learning from yeah. other people, the people before sure. you. 
sure, sure, uh, sure. But sure. you guys, I bet there's a bunch of old. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's just me and my my perspective. But just listening to like the old old people that are still on. Like yeah. are, maybe I don't know how old, but they're older. They've been around. Yeah. Do they? They must be putting up a fuss on. Oh, I gotta do this. I gotta do social media. What the fuck is social media? <laughs> funny dude that is so funny i have uh i'll be very honest here uh <laughs> we do have some of those people in our building right and and it's so funny and i love him to death dude like charlie parker right he's, he does the morning show on woai the news station right he's an older guy been around forever um and uh, uh i see you know i see i, I hear that we don't see it like we all hear it because he's, he's at his desk he's like what the fuck is this <laughs> uh and it's so funny because i feel like you know that is uh um a he's earned the right right he's done he's done he's done you know he's in, in the texas radio hall of fame like his career is is uh is is one that you know we could all only dream of right and he's still right. on the air on the air and he's extremely talented right um but you know, we're, we're all headed there. Right. Like, and, and, and I, I, it's so funny. Like I, I kind of appreciate like that honesty. Right. And that like kind of fuck it attitude. <laughs> Is it shit? Um, but we're all headed there. I mean, you know, there are things that, I, I mean, I'm still trying to wrap my head around TikTok, right? Like, uh, and there are other people who just uh, are able to, you know, to run with it. And it's not like a big deal. Right. So kind of like in between right i'm in between yeah. like the young people and like the older people who are i think i'm right there with you man when this whole thing you know when i started the podcast again you know 2020 we, we started it because of covid you know my friend and i were like dude we need somebody to talk to other than ourselves and yeah you know we're just bumming around the house so we started was like dude we have zoom let's do it yeah and so anyway um as soon as I started, everybody's like, you need to get yourself on TikTok. Get yourself on TikTok. And I was like, dude, I don't want that. I don't like downloading apps on my phone, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want I don't want that mess. Yeah. And um, well, here I am. I have I have a TikTok. <laughs> I'm trying to get people <laughs> to follow me on there. But but so, do your but do, do, does anybody help you with do your kids help you with it? How old are your kids? I uh, my kids, uh he's he's too young. Be, yeah, he's four. So yeah. Uh, definitely not on TikTok. Yeah. No, when, he's seven, when, when he's seven, he can start running your TikTok account. Yeah, he'll probably have more followers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's his chore. Instead of like making him like uh, cut the grass or take out the trash, like say, "All right, you got to give me a hundred followers this week." Go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Come with some uh, ideas. Yeah. Figure out the SEO on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the yeah. next post. Um, yeah. But. No, I mean, I, I, I get it, but I think radio is such a, I mean, it's, it's the platform has been around for ages. Like it's the first w- form of media, right? And besides writing paper, stuff on paper and books, like the, the whole thing. So it's been around forever, especially if you're our age, it just feels like forever. Um, so now that it's like, okay, you're talking to a mic, it's going to go out to people that don't even know what you look like. Because I remember at the moment before social media, meeting my favorite radio host, Kid Craddock, that we mm-hmm. talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, just meeting him, I was like, oh, did not 
not what he sounds like. Yeah. Because People tell me guys, that all the time. Yeah. Well, you, I was, I was, uh, I was telling my wife, I was like, Hey, uh, I'm going to talk to uh, this guy on the radio, put it on 104.5 so you can hear him. And so she's here and I was like, that's him. And she had seen him pictures. Like definitely does not sound what he looks like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's, and it's not always a, it's not always like, it's not like a bad thing. And yeah. hopefully it's yeah, a compliment, no. but it's definitely, it could be a both way kind of thing. Sure. Or, uh, sometimes some guys sound like really tough and buff and then yeah. they're like this really skinny. Yeah. yeah. You know. For me, I think people people have told me that they expected me to be a lot taller, right? And they see me in person like, oh, my God, you're Chaparro, right? Like, I thought you were going to be like real tall. Yeah, that's uh, so weird. Why would like, how can you tell someone's height from their voice? I know, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was the thing, like, you know, people that just seeing your radio host or seeing them out somewhere. And it's like, yeah. that's a different person uh, completely. So right. all you had was their voice and you guys change your, vo- I don't know if, I mean, obviously I think you do change your voice a little bit, but well, there's, there's processing too. Like there, like our voice goes through like a processor before it goes out on the air. Our, our signal is also like enhanced, right. To make it sound better. Right. Just like, oh, okay. just like, you know, if you, you know, if you're going to release a record, right. Like you have to mix the record, right. And get this, get the levels just right. So that it sounds crisp clear clean or however you want it to sound right maybe you want to sound muddy and and and, and dirty and muffled a little bit right so you know we have engineers that you know work with us like the program directors to get the sound of the radio station just right um so that it sounds good right i don't know i don't know a lot of people don't even notice this stuff right but if you go around um and listen to like different radio stations in your car on your fm radio you'll hear you can notice like, okay, the, the processing on that station sounds good. Like it's full, it's got bass, it's not too bassy. Right. And, um, or whatever, right. Whatever, whatever it is. And, and some sound crisp, right. Like depending also, I think on the music type that you play, you know, that would affect like where you set your levels at. So, you know, that being said, yeah, it, it sounds a little different, right? If I'm in person, I'm not always walking around like with a built-in like processor on my, on my throat, right? Like, <laughs> Hey, how's it going? <laughs> that makes sense. That makes. Uh, I never thought about you know the whole. Oh, you know. Aquí estoy. Aquí estoy. Ya me quiere chapa fuera, chico. Hombre, bro. Hey, we can do it like this. You look good. It's up to you. Uh, the uh, you know what's so funny is that uh, uh, I'm sure people like walk by the the doors on the other side. It's got a little window on it. They see me doing this, and they're like, "Oh my god, is he okay?" <laughs> does, like, the, the, does the lights go off whenever you're on on air too? Sometimes they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, dang. But but I'm typically like you know uh, I'll show you in a minute because I got to go on the air here in a minute. But um, uh, typically like I'm moving back and forth. I'm you know one computer to the other computer, getting the song ready, blah blah blah, getting my scripts out, so on and so forth. But I'm over here kind of on the on the far end of the broadcast table, kind of behind like some mic arms. And uh, and so you'll uh, I'll show you. Oh, here. I see. So I've always, like, I've, I've always loved those arms, by the way, like how smooth they move around. And the, the light sensor is over there by the light switch. So uh, I'm kind of hiding behind the arms and it won't. It doesn't. Oh, okay. see. <laughs> and, uh, it's ridiculous. Hold on. 
There we are. So, like I, I was saying, I never thought about the whole voice thing and the processing, but I've always took it just like how probably every person listening to you guys takes yeah. it. Like, oh, they change their voice, or maybe not <laughs> that they change their voice, but it's just that's some more animated, you know, definitely more animated, you know. Fun. I mean, you guys don't want to hear me like come on the air and be like, "Hey, what's up, everybody?" Right? Like, you want me to, you know, you want, you want, you want. Uh, I, I would assume, right? Like, especially with our music, right? You want somebody who's gonna, you know, be upbeat and uh, yeah. and fresh and yeah. yeah. Unless you're and on NPR, and then you can be like, "Hey, guys, well, <laughs> welcome back to." <laughs> uh, but their content is so great that they don't have to do any of that. They're like the. Uh, so great and so important. Yeah. Do you have to say that? Are you saying that because you have to say? It? <laughs> no, no, dude. I love NPR. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Like, I, I, I'm kind of a geek about storytelling, and like, I, I mean, I listen to so like some of the podcasts that I listen to. One of them is uh, Chicano Squad, uh, and you know the the art of storytelling with that uh, with a with a host. Right? She's really good at it, um, and. Um, you know, I, I wish that for my podcast, I had the time to write a script and produce it as it should be produced, right? Because those podcasts, like on NPR, like they have a team putting those podcasts together, right? They have like two writers, like two producers, like, you know, Editors, it's, it's, a yeah. it's a team of like six people, right? And so they sound amazing. Like they have the the effects, the background, you know, music, the storytelling, the script writing, they can you know, narrate it, bring a, you know, bring a guest in after the narration, go back to narration, have two or three guests, right. And music. And that takes a lot of time. That's like, you know, but, but you, you go and you think about, you know, in its simplest form, what is it? It is, it is entertainment for your ears, right? Like, so, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, in my case, I have to figure out a way to give that, product the attention it, it deserves right and, and it's it's like music right like if an artist was going to release an album the grammy nominated albums have teams of people you know uh, painstakingly going over every nanosecond of audio on that album to make sure it sounds perfect right um and Podcast is the same thing. It's not music, but the attention that we put into the production, I think, is going to, you know, help make that successful, more successful, right? And I just well, don't, let me know, ask I, you. Let me let me ask you before we go further on that because um, I think it's going to lead us to like that question I wanted to ask, and I, I told you about off air or before we started recording. Um, I. The reason I started loving podcasts was because it didn't have all the, you know, whistles and bells and mm -hmm. whistles, as they say, like all mm -hmm. the production. Like it was like you said it, like uh, raw conversations. Like yeah. we're just having a conversation, like if we were at a bar. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I really liked about the podcast because you really got to know the person behind the mic versus yeah, you know, just you know. Hey, welcome back to you know all this like move yeah. like, fake stuff uh that people had to do and i i do see a lot more production and podcasts now like i listen to some really big ones that have like a whole team like it's like yeah they're on a movie set kind of thing 
And yeah. I like them because, yeah, they're funny, but I still go back to, you know, let's go back even to Joe Rogan, the biggest podcast on earth. Uh, it's just him and his editor and his security team, I guess. Like, it's, yeah. it's not a whole, it's not a whole production. And I really like that. Like, you really get to know the people and his guests. Yeah. And I think and that's probably the beautiful thing about the podcast space is that there's something for everyone, right? Like, and, 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 and I can appreciate that too. Right. And that's how I do, how I do my podcast. And, and, but I do also appreciate how compelling some of these podcasts like Chicano squad are, um, with their storytelling, right? Like <clears throat> the last one, uh, one of the ones I was listening to the other day uh, was about uh, this uh, guy uh, in Houston. Um, last name was Torres. I can't remember his first name who was killed uh, while in custody, right? Uh, of of uh, Houston PD, right? And he was basically beaten to death because he was Mexican, right? It was this whole, it was this whole thing. And I haven't finished the podcast series, but that was basically what it was about. Right. And, and the way she um, set the story up, the way she teased it, the way she, you know, brought things that were tied to uh, my culture into it, things that I was passionate about. Like, I think there's a lot to be said, you know, for script writing, right? To be able to get the message just right. And, and, and it's just something that I personally appreciate. And it's something that um, uh, I feel can move the needle, right? In terms yeah. of like downloads and audience. Um, I think, you know, especially in the beginning, right? Because if you're a podcaster and nobody knows who you are, then it's more challenging to be real, right? Because yeah. there's not a connection yet, right? So I think, you know, it should be a little more structured in the beginning so that you're not kind of overstepping or the, so you kind of earn that kind of, okay, not once they know who you are a little bit and there's a little bit of, um, um, of a relationship there, I guess. And, and then maybe like this, again, this is just like my personal opinion. This is not like a podcast book or anything. Bro. Like it's just how I no, feel. It's okay. Cause we've totally, I've totally gone. I've lost. There's been no structure on this podcast. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Uh, and that's all good, bro. And that's all good. And, and look, you know what? Some of the, some of the best advice I got was from, um, from somebody who was, who was, who was, uh, who was helping us with our podcasts. And, you know, I wanted to start this American beat that podcast. And, uh, you know, I had the idea, I had the concept and I was trying to get the logo, right. And I wanted to do this and that. And he was like, just fucking started already. Otherwise, two years are going to go by and you're still not going to have the perfect logo and the perfect whatever. And he's like, the first ones might might suck. The second one's going to be a little bit better. You know, the third one's going to be better than that. When you're like 400 episodes in, you're going to have a fucking amazing podcast, right? Like you just have to start and improve, you know, with with every podcast that you do. Uh, and, and And you do, right? Like I'm sure if you go back to the, your first podcast and then do your last, you know, recent podcast, like you've probably seen an improvement in, you know, in the content, I would imagine. Right. Oh uh, yeah. So like I said, my co-host, I used to have a co-host and he would always say, uh, 
you have too many rules you you're you're too like so i was like i was kidding around like i I was very structured on the fact like it almost made everybody and i, I shouldn't say almost it did it made the guests love my co-host because my co-host came in and just be like fuck it let's see how i can <laughs> let's see how i can make this go off the rails and there's, there's can, something yeah. good about that too dude like that's that's I think it it um it's powerful as well. Yeah. I know and, and I, I noticed that like that, you know, they really, really made a connection with him, but I was failing in making a connection with the guest because I was like, Oh, we need to be here by this point and we need to be here yeah, by yeah. this point. And then yeah. in my head, I was already editing, so I was not really listening to what the people were saying. Yeah. So I get it. And then, you know, it wasn't until after he left that I realized like I need to just have a conversation and then my editor will take care of it later. And my editor is a sober George. (laughs) 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 So I always say here is like, Hey, sober George, cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where, that's where it leads. But no, I, and you really hit a good point that having a good story and storytelling it goes a long way, like regardless of production or yeah. what you do to the in the in in post. Um, having that story really helps, and having that connection, like you said, like um, to you were saying, it hit you because of the connection to your culture and your background. Right. Yeah. So I get that, but um, sober George, cut out the the name of the podcast. We don't put names of our competitors on here. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. It's on there. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So I know you're going to go on there in a little bit. Not too yeah, long. Yeah. So I don't yeah. want to keep you much. Oh, good. Too long. good. I can take you with me if you want. Perfect. Uh, we'll do that. We'll, uh, see, sure, we'll sure. see how it goes. Sure, um, sure, sure. I'll give you a uh, hold on if you want. I'll give you a little quick before we go on the air. So uh, I'll give you a little tour. Uh, For people that are just on audio, you're missing out a full tour of the radio station. So, so this is the, the that's my mic right there, uh, my board. Uh, this is a studio. Um, I'll give you a couple of. You're so, by yourself. Well, it really, it's just on air people. The salespeople aren't here anymore. Uh, this is uh, the sports station. Uh, you see the sports guys in there doing their show. Uh, I just looked at you like, what is he doing? What is he doing? This is the news station. Uh, you got like news booths over here. And do you all, do all of you get along? Or is it like competition? You fucking can't stand each other, bro. <laughs> For real? Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we, we all get along. <clears throat> this is this is uh, one of my workstations where I uh, produce uh, audio. Man. You see the bottle of tequila right there. Yeah, ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... Uh, <laughs> uh and then i have another desk over here that i'm really never at uh some awards that have fallen uh you'll see another bottle there <laughs> so it is oh, a requirement you'll see another bottle over here dude <laughs> uh this is uh russell rush's desk over here whoa that's a he famous does- name right there for sure he uh, I, he always has tequila here too. He must have taken it to his house. 
this is uh, Alec Alverson from KJ. He's a program director at KJ. And that's like our sales team, uh, but they're all work from home now. So there's only a few of us here uh, at the radio station. This is the KJ97 studio. Randy Carroll is usually there. That's Not another there. famous name, Randy Carroll. <clears throat> he's in, is he, he's in the Hall of Fame too? Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah, he is. Right. So he is the one, Randy Carroll is the first guy that I used to listen to as well when I moved to San Antonio. Yeah, because I grew up, I grew up listening to country music, and so obviously there was no country music stations in Eagle Pass. Uh, there really? was no George Strait from La Rancherita del Aire. <laughs> <laughs> so when I moved to San Antonio, you know, KJ ninety seven was my my go to. Yeah, but um, so yeah, I've I've been Randy Carroll is a name that I grew up. Maybe not a lot of people know him, but I do. So that's why it was a name that I, I connected with in that one. <laughs> uh, so I got to give our... Uh, but it's all about 104.5 right now, Latino. <laughs> uh, tune in right now. You could win a thousand bucks with uh, cash para el gas. Hold on. <laughs> Where's my winner bet? Uh, keyword is pay. Today's Friday. Uh, Party Mix coming up at five. Here we go. 1045 Latino Hits. You're new to Uno para Hits. Tito on your radio. Feliz Viernes. You made it to Friday, y'all. Can you believe it? It is Friday. Party tonight at Doc Browns with Bad Bunny Friday nights. All right. Here's your chance with a thousand bucks with cash para el gas. You got to enter this nationwide keyword on our website right now. It's pay. Enter pay right now at 1045latinohits.com. Y tú puedes ganar mil dólares with cash para el gas on 1045 Latino Hits. Yo, Satch. There's so many beautiful ladies out here. Okay. And... That was badass. <laughs> uh, do you have to listen to the music while you're on there? Uh, you don't have to. I mean, I do because I love it. Yeah. Uh, but no, you don't have to. I'm about to. I got to do a real quick endorsement. Uh, amigos, hey, Cito, and uh, hey, something fun to do this weekend. I don't know if uh, you have any plans for Saturday, but our San Antonio Gunslingers are riding a two-game win streak into the Premium Coliseum este sábado las siete de la noche. So if you want something to do with the family, uh, it is Bring the Noise Night at the Premium Coliseum this Saturday night for the San Antonio Gunslingers. What does that mean? Well, that means you better bring the noise, but they're going to help you bring the noise. They're going to regalar for the first 500 people uh, noisemakers. So the little cowbells that you make a lot of noise with, that's what they're going to give the first 500 people through the doors. And they have the six-pack special to the San Antonio Best Singers for this Saturday. That means you're going to buy three tickets and you get three absolutely free Six tickets for only 60 bucks. Experience all the San Antonio Gunslingers high-flying action. Plus, enjoy Bring the Noise Night. Este sábado, 25 de junio at 7 p.m. at Freeman Coliseum. Let's uh, pack the house, get noisy, and show why we deserve a professional football team right here in San Antonio. Here's another meat and potatoes question. So I, I, I'm, I, I find all this interesting, obviously, because like, like I've been saying, I've always wanted to be part of it. Um, how, how do you guys, I've always found it so fascinating when the song is about to start so that, 
you know, the start of the song is going. And right before the singer is, uh, sings or says his first uh, lyrics, you guys are talking, blah, 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 whatever you want to say. Hey, 104.5 Latino hits coming at you with Bad Bunny. And then as soon as you finish that, boom, Bad Bunny sings. Like, yeah. How do you guys know how much time you have before the, uh, the Well, we, the we fuck that up too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> not often, though. Not often, not often. Uh, it, it's, it's because, you know, we have like the intro, like timers, right? Like, so my songs, like, for example, you know, Borracho, Sech and DJ Khaled. I know I have a three second intro there, right? So I'm talking and I'm watching my clock, right? So I know that, you know, I have maybe four seconds of the tail of the previous song, right? And I have three seconds of Borracho, right? And maybe I'll use it up two seconds in between if I feel I need a couple more seconds to finish what I'm saying, right? So I'll start talking down those four seconds and be like, hey, you know, 104.5 Latino Hits, we got, you know, your chance to win a thousand bucks coming up. Boom, hit the song right here on 104.5 Latino Hits. And then I know that. I, I kind of know, you know, you know, the clock, you know, timing and um, you know how many seconds you have going in. Plus, you know, we, uh, you know, we talk up these songs a lot. Right. So we know the songs already. Right. We listen to them a lot. Right. So I know when he's going to start singing and I can I can in my head start wrapping it up when I know like, OK, he's about to start singing. Right. OK, interesting. I, I don't, don't think I've ever seen I never I don't think I've ever heard a mess up. That's why I always thought it was the coolest things. Like this is my show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is me in college trying to like uh, uh, be one of y'all. Like, right? Like, I'll, I'll play the song and I'll be talking. Hey, guys! Next part we got is George Strait coming up with Amarillo by Morning, and and then the singers go, "Fuck! I fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we do I that would too. always mess it up but <laughs> that was my that was my 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 thing that i would do in college all the time yeah. i would pretend to be a radio host and you know in front of my friends while we're having parties yeah. or whatever stupid thing as a kid i used to plug uh my brother had a, had a boom box and i would plug the microphones into the mic input i mean the headphones into the mic input and I'd record, I'd put a cassette in and I'd hit record and I'd record myself. I'd talking into the headphones, um, trying to like talk up a song on a radio station. Right. Um, and then like, so I'd hit record and like, okay, the song's going to end. I hit record and I'm ready. And then the fucking DJ would start talking. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then I'd have to start all over and pray that the DJ wouldn't talk up the next one, dude. <laughs> so I could do it. <laughs> yeah that's fucking that's funny uh uh and that's the old times when you had like the cassettes or what yeah <laughs> all right let me ask you this question and 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 it goes along with with the podcast conversation and i feel for me at least me be- doing the podcast in part is because obviously i never went into the path of radio um and so sometimes there's like a guilty feeling it's not like i'm joe rogan i have like millions of followers or downloads but sometimes there's a guilty feeling of feeling like i'm i'm taking away from radio in a sense because now uh, like now everything's shifting towards podcast and 
I'll tell I, you what, you're, what, what are you saying that you're taking my audience from me or I'm what? Taking your audience, <laughs> but, uh, that's why we're out here. Hey, Latino hits head up too hard. Yeah. To, no, I'm just kidding. I know, right? Uh, no, no, not like that. Like it's just a weird uh, thought, you know, thoughts. That yeah, no, look, I feel like the more there are, the more it's a business, right? Like the more we can go out and monetize what we're doing. Right. Like, because it's, it's a, it's a business now. It's like, it's a, it's a, there, it's a commerce like platform, right? Like podcasting. So, um, and, and look, I always, you know, I also feel that, you know, everybody is unique and has their own, um, their, their own uniqueness that other people or people would just find interesting, right? Like people will listen to you for one reason and may listen to me for something else. Right. Like, and, and I think that that's okay. And you know, it, it, um, the, the, the audience will be there for you. Right. Um, and you know, we'll grow. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it as, 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 as really like, you know, competition. Uh, I just see, you know, I see it as opportunity for everyone. Maybe because I've just heard from, you know, or read different stuff where, you know, radio hosts are saying, oh, we hate this whole podcast thing because now we're losing listeners because they, and, and I'll say this, like and with with a really like. Oh, sorry, I have to say this, but it's been a while since I truly listened to radio. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I. uh you know, I'm not blind to that challenge, right? I, I, I'm fully aware of the challenge that we have as an industry, right? Uh, but, you know, it's unfortunate that some of the stuff that you're reading or some of the other, you know, radio people who you might have heard say that they don't like podcasting because they feel it's taken away from radio. Like, I feel that compliments radio. Like, I feel, you know, we have been, especially those that have been doing it for a minute, right? Like, we have been story i've been storytelling dude since i started radio um you know in my teens right like and what makes a great podcaster a great storyteller right and and it's it's a different medium and you tell the story a little bit different right like i wouldn't speak on my podcast like you heard me speaking over the intro to like a song right because the song i'm feeding off the energy and the vibe of the song right with podcasting it's more of a intimate conversation with somebody who's listening probably on their earbuds. Right. And you don't want to be like yelling into their ear or be like, Oh, I trying to hype up. Right. When they're, you know, when it should really just be a conversation. And uh, so I think it complements radio, right? Like I think that, and the, and the hosts who see that I think are the ones that, you know, are, uh, are a employed and B, you know, creating content on a regular basis. Right. Like, if I did not have my podcast, I would not have had a conversation with several conversations with Chris Bettis, right? Like, because, uh, you know, radio, like, I can't, my listeners or listeners come to my radio station because they want to hear music, right? They don't want to hear a 30 minute conversation with Chris Bettis, right? But I now I have a podcast to be able to do that, right? So whether it's Chris Perez or a 10 minute conversation with JLo or, you know, John Leguizamo or George Lopez, like these are all people that I've had the opportunity to have on my podcast. And I would not, I think have had that, that opportunity to have a real conversation with them. Right. Where I don't feel rushed. I don't feel, you know what I mean? Like, Oh my God, we got to get commercials. Oh my God, I got to play the song. Oh my God, we've been talking for five minutes already. We've got to stop. We're losing listeners. Right. Like it's just, Hey, let's talk.
Um, and so I think it complements us, in my opinion. Do you do you uh, promote one or four or five on your podcast, or you just make um, it completely on your own thing? I uh, well, I mean, I um, I think people know that I'm on the radio station. Like, I, I don't hide it. I don't. I don't. Also, I don't be like I'm. You know, I'm not like, uh, hey, one four five. Like, it, it, I mean, the podcast is the podcast. It's American Vida, right? Like, um, I I will sometimes you know publish interviews. Like, if I if my interview was on the radio station, right? And even if it was a short one, but it was, if it was with somebody that, um, that I feel my American Vida audience would want to hear from, I'll take that and then I'll repurpose it on my American Vida podcast as well, right? Um, which I've done a couple of times only, but. I think the fact that some people hate it is one of those things that, like we were talking earlier, times are changing and it's yeah. figuring out how to change with them to figure out what's best for, like you said, for your in- radio industry and for your, uh, yourself as a podcaster and right. your own personal goals. Uh, right. So it makes sense. I think it's the, the, the change that's scaring people in most cases. Yeah. I love that. I have a podcast, dude. I love that. And I want to do so many other things with it. Right. Like I, I, I you know, I wish that was all I could, I had to focus on. Right. Because I love, I love it so much. Right. Uh, but you know, I have to work, I have to run a radio station. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you're living, you're living that life. I think, I think it's cool. So like I said, I'm going to stop being such a, a, a fanboy of it, but I think it's cool. Like that you have the radio station and that you have a podcast, but it's interesting to saying that you would rather no maybe not I wouldn't say rather but that you would want more time yeah to spend on that because dude it takes a while and you know it it takes like you said like to even put any kind of like like post stuff like uh production to it it takes I think longer yeah. than the coming up with the questions and the conversation to have with the guests sure. but, I would so, um every hour when I did my morning show, like every hour of airtime would take like two hours of prep. So every hour I had on the air would take a couple or more of hours of, of research, calling interviews, you know, writing scripts, coming up with the ideas. What, you know, what are we going to do here? Um, So, you know, a four hour show would take, you know, eight hours to probably write and produce. And then just to think that most of the time, like, what if you're running too, too slow or fast on it? Like, if you like, like something that should have taken 15 minutes took 10 minutes, and now we need to figure yeah. out how to fill out the yeah. next part. Yeah. <laughs> Throw least, a song. Uh, what's that? Throw a song in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always like I felt like on this podcast where I come up with like when I used to have like a full script. And where I wanted to be. And then I would finish. And I was like, dang, that was like 15 minutes into the podcast. Like, now I have nothing. So that's where (laughs) I was like, like, that's where I learned to like, hey, let's just let it flow. Whatever goes on, like, it's the conversation that matters for for the most part. Um, Like, we're on here. We've had like some, like you said, dead air. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's all get fixed and, and editing. (laughs) 
All right. So, ah, crap. I lost it. Anyway, sorry. I'll skip through that. Don't uh, don't be afraid to offend me, man. Come with it. Come with the no, heat. No, no. I already Go. forgot. I already, I already <laughs> forgot. Like, I'm, like I was thinking about the question as I was asking another question. I was like, fuck, I forgot now. It's the tequila, bro. It's it is, te- dude. That I never had this like exit though. Uh, yeah. One. I, um, I grabbed it just because I was like, oh, it's Latino hit. So I'm going to I'm going to grab it because it's like it gives me like that Mexican vibe. So I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm gonna go get it, get it, because I try to pair it. Like it's like a like a palette thing. Yeah, like I try to pair what I'm gonna be talking about or with who and yeah. what, so it's like, mm, something fun, you know. Yeah, very yeah. gimmicky. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so Ma- Maluma was, ain't mad. About it. What's that? I said Maluma ain't mad about it. Check him out. He's got a he's got a smirk on his face. He approves. But so looking through your stuff, like you met the mayor a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, obviously famous people. So I'm sure like the question, like people always probably ask you or the one know yeah. is like, is it cool? How cool is it to meet all these famous people? Uh, is it really what it's all cracked up to be? And I'm not asking to, to you know, to dog on the artist or anything like that. But yeah. No. Just kinda like, uh, look. Uh, Does it ever get boring meeting people? I I, I love meeting them because they always pick up the tab, bro. So like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, no, um, seriously, of course. I mean, that's a cool thing, man. (laughs) uh, The uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's a privilege that I do not take it take advantage or that I appreciate, right? Like I, I, I um. And I respect, right? Like I, uh, I, I try not to ever cross the line, right? Like I, I, I don't, um, I don't always take selfies. Like there are so many people that I've met that I don't have pictures with, right? That it was more important for me to just be a regular person with them, right? And not, not. I, I want to connect with them, right? And 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 I feel that you know, if you, in a lot of cases, if you bust out the camera to take a photo, it's like, eh. I've kind of, you know, fucked up the potential opportunity to connect with them. Right. And um, so, you know, I, I, I love that part of the job and especially when it's people that I, that I respect and, and look up to. Right. I think that that always makes it uh, makes it a little easier. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, I, I, I love that. And, 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 yeah, I get nervous. I get butterflies, right? With with uh, a lot of these people, especially with somebody that I really, really, really respect and look up to. You know, I mean, with George Lopez, like that's one of them, right? I I just um I, I have I'm a big fan, right? Um Bad Bunny was another one, right? Like I'm a big fan. Uh J Lo Igual, dude. Like you get nervous with these big names. Um but you know, you try your best to keep it professional and 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 do your job, right? as as an interviewer dang i bet that like, it has to like not suck in a way but suck in the fact where like like let's say george lopez george lopez what oh, i don't know i don't want to like no, i'll let you do it 104.5 latino hits uh look for the too hard too fast podcast i'm doing with a homie uh george by the way it's going to be dropping in a couple of weeks uh i brought him with a behind the scenes look at the radio station, you're not gonna want to miss it. We drink, he thought, Bell. 
<laughs> Here's Los G's, Becky G and Carol G with Mommy. Vámonos. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Oh, man. I was saying that, you know, with George Lopez, like somebody like you really admire. Yeah. Um, to, to try to keep it professional and not bust out that camera. That probably has to hurt the most, no? Like, or not hurt, no, but like, not, no, no, it doesn't. And you know why, dude? Because they see me. Uh, I feel like artists have circles, right? People that are professional in the industry that they're probably more open to having a conversation with are in this circle, are in a circle, right? Then the outer ring is like people who are in the industry that are kind of either clout chasers or wanting to get a selfie or have a hidden agenda. You know that they're there, right? And you, uh, you know, you work with them, you play nice with them, you do the interviews, but you know that they are not part of the other circle of professionals, right? that are in the industry, right? Yes, they're there, but they're kind of like one layer out, right? And then, you know, outside of that, in terms of like accessibility to the artist, right? You know, outside of that is, you know, is the fan base, right? And people who may not really have access to them, you know, and in some cases for good reason, because they want to fuck him up <laughs> right? or, or whatever, right? Like yeah. you never know. It could be a crazy, right? There are crazy people out there, right? Um, so I think that, you know, um, it is more important for me to be inside like that smaller circle of trust. Um, you know, and there's even one smaller than that, obviously, that is their loved ones and family, right? Like, so there's, you know, there's this, there's layers of access to these people. And I think that, you know, the minute you pull out, pull out your phone, like, hey, let's take a selfie. Like, then, you know, you're kind of pushed out yeah. of, of that circle, in my opinion. No, I agree. And like I said, I've had some opportunities where I've been close enough to certain people that are where I would say definitely will want to take a picture. And I, yeah, and I haven't. No, I won't just, just because like I want, like you said, I want them to trust me. So when they come here, I want them to know, like, I'm not here to put you out like, like a getcha thing. Like, I'm not here for that highlight or that headlines. You know, yeah. yeah, I want my stuff to grow into my attention, but I don't yeah. want it because I made you stumble on something. And and no, 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 and that's not it. But I, but I think it is important to not be afraid to talk about things that are, um, you know, that might offend someone. And it's all in how like you deliver it, right? And and yeah. how you act. And if it comes from your heart and from a good place, I think that you know, nine times out of 10, you're probably going to execute it. Okay. And they'll give you some great content, right? Like, you know, I've interviewed Chris Perez and Joe Ojeda, you know, both played for Los Dinos and I had very candid conversations about what that was like with playing with Selena, right? Like, you know, what, what, what the struggle was like, you know, do they, do they ever get tired of being associated with her? Right? Like, do you ever wish like, ching out, like, I, I want to do my own thing. Like, I don't want to be associated with her anymore. Right. Like I, I'm, I'm me, like this happened a long time ago. And I think those are questions that our audience might find interesting and could potentially offend somebody. Right. But, you know, you have to, and, and, you know, you, you have to earn their respect, I guess, so to speak. And, and taking a selfie with them before the interview is not a great way to earn their respect. Right. Like, no, for sure. Uh, um, so, 
you know, I'm trying to remember what the one that I asked George Lopez uh, about. He was talking about, I don't know, something about having man boobs, right? And uh, I think I asked him uh, if, <laughs> if, and I didn't know how this was going to go over, right? Uh, because, you know, I think most men might be a little sensitive about man boobs, right? <laughs> I asked him, I asked him if he played with them, right? <laughs> and I could tell that it, it, he was shocked, but entertained that, you know, I asked him that question, right? And, you know, that, and he, and he like had a genuine laugh out loud moment, right? Um, and so, you know, that could have been offensive, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I think, you know, we had established the respect, you know, he knew that I wasn't being malicious about it or trying to make fun about it. Like we were just like having fun. Right. And, um, and so it went over. Okay. And that, that it's not always successful. Like I have always, I have also said things that I wish I would have never said. Right. I'm like, fuck, I, that was stupid. Right. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there for sure. Uh, but but yeah. I think like, like that's where I'm, I, I was saying is like, I will ask, whatever i think is will be best to ask but i i want to make sure that you guys when you guys come here that it's not like a you're here for me to catch you on something like if you yeah. want to discuss it we'll talk about it and then we'll go with that but um but i think also like um i've been a fan of things like right now like i said i've been i'm a fan of yours even though i would say like you know we've connected on a different level because we've had a back and forth well, yeah, I yeah. think I'm a fan of yours because of what you do. And then, so I was a little nervous to begin with. So I don't get nervous a lot to talk to somebody. But, it's been a few hey, times. Bro, <laughs> listen to the radio station then, bro. <laughs> 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 listen to the radio. Listen. Don't be gotcha. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you this. When I went to go buy this bottle, my truck is still sit, sitting on 104.5. All right. You know, <laughs> um, uh, you know I... I try to do my research and every once in a while I become a fan of things and yeah, uh, you know, one of four five, I don't listen to all those, uh, to all the hits, but yeah. I'll listen to some of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what is your, do, what do, you, do you like country more? Tejano more? Uh, um, what's your... I'm definitely country, but a yeah. lot of the, you know, I stopped, I'll listen, I'll say this. I, I stopped listening to KJ cause I can't stand some of the country music they play. You know, I don't. He got you, Alex. Did you hear that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, but it's you know, this like this pop country stuff. Like, I'm not a fan of it, and then maybe yeah. it, it ages me in a certain way. But yeah, you know. So, do you like? Well, we also have the bull. Uh, do you like uh, like the classic country, like um, like old, like uh, I don't know, like Willie Nelson, like Buck Owens, like old ronnie Millsap, like i'll all listen that to it because that's what my dad used to listen to but i i grew up on the edge of uh, the the age of uh george Strait, uh garth brooks with a lot of people would say no and then you know um uh, tim mcgraw i'm not a big fan of garth brooks dude yeah uh, well, i found that a lot of people are not and it's very interesting you know, it's like, it's like, eh. i mean i think i listened to like his stuff when it came out because other people were listening to it right um and we were in texas right but yeah uh yeah dude i'm team george for sure <laughs> oh yeah no for sure 100 percent uh, but you know i'm guilty to listen to some pop country like i'll or even different like i'll listen to 
my favorite is Kenny Chesney. And a lot of people will be like, oh, man, that's not country at all. But yeah, I like him. So do you like uh, do you like Bad Bunny? Do you can't stand Bad Bunny? Do you like uh, be honest, bro? I'll listen. Okay, I'll, I'll be honest. If you play a song by Bad Bunny, I probably won't know that it's Bad Bunny. But I'll be Interesting. like, I'll be like, okay, this is cool. Like, I just we, we have to have like a kickback where we listen to music, bro. Like a music sessions kickback, yeah. uh, because uh, I love turning people on to music, right? And uh, and I think Bad Bunny is an amazing artist for so many reasons. Um, but yeah, I'm just curious, like. So I have like a cousin uh, that hits me up. He's probably, I don't know, uh, 40s. And um, he's like, man, don't play Bad Bunny. Play Los Desperados. He's like, you know, he's like hardcore Tejano. Like, you know, he 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 loves uh, some of our music, right? Uh, he's coming around and starting to like Bad Bunny more. Uh, but I think that, I think that our, you know, reggaeton now is, and I don't even want to call it reggaeton because I think it's evolved, right? It's now like this, this like Spanish pop kind of urban sound that has, uh, I think, redefined what it means to be American, right? Like this, you know, Bad Buddies is the most streamed artist on the planet, right? And his songs are in Spanish, people. <laughs> Uh, so I think that says a lot about where our Latino culture is right now. Um, and I, I feel that all too often, you know, we, including myself, like don't know our worth, you know what I mean? To the world, to society, to the workplace, right. To our jobs, right. Like, you know, um, even like in, in marketing, right. Like you know, being, you know, being Hispanic, you know, look, the, the biggest advertising agencies and in the world have targeting Hispanics on their radar, right? They either have a division or a team of people who are trying to figure out ways to get the attention, your attention and my attention and our money, right? Like they want they want us to spend our money with them. And our purchasing power is vast and, and influential, right? And I think the sooner, look at me going off on a political tangent. But <laughs> I think the, the sooner we realize, you know, we all collectively realize, you know, our power and influence. Like, I think the faster we'll get to representation, right? Like I shared a story on LinkedIn the other day of JLo committing to this nonprofit that's going to allocate $16 billion for um, Latina entrepreneurs that are, um, uh, that don't have the resources, right? To uh, run or launch their businesses, right? And, And I think, you know, the fact that they don't have the resources and are not given the loans because they're low income and Hispanic, right? Like those challenges, that they face are real challenges. Right. But I don't think that they would be as great had we all been on the same page with knowing our, our worth, right. And our contribution to, you know, to commerce and society. Right. But, but let me ask you this, that Jennifer Lopez want more minutes at the halftime show than Shakira or, or not. That's funny. I talked about that on my show, actually. 
she she said that doing that halftime show was the uh, was a bad decision. Oh. She said, J Lo. She said it was probably the worst career decision that she ever made. Wow. Um, and she said, I was just being an asshole. I was just being no, no, no. But it's true. Like that's what she said, bro. And 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 she said it was because they both have so many hits, right? And they only had six minutes. And she's like, I had to split that with Shakira. She's like, so finding the like, what am I gonna do for three minutes? And then they had Jay Balvin and Bad Bunny on stage with them, right? So she's like, it was torture to try to figure out what she could do in three minutes and uh, she said it was really stressful um i think they did a great job i thought the halftime show was great I thought it was but... amazing and i was just being a punk and i was making a joke i, I didn't think yeah. it was a, a real no thing. no it was a thing like there was a i don't know the article on it uh last week i think about how she oh no there's a netflix uh there's a netflix uh, docuseries out where she openly talks about like that you know being like the worst decision that she ever made was committing to that uh because it was so challenging to do it uh, but yeah but here's and here's the other thing i kind of like once once i said that joke i i kind of felt like <clears throat> a little bit of a hypocrite on things i've said before where you know j-lo doing a great thing for entrepreneurs and of our of our um culture you know, uh, Latinos and I don't know, Chicanos, Mexicans, Hispanics. But I said that joke to cut the cut the seriousness of the conversation. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then, it, but then it, it got worse because, you know, then it, it made me feel like a hypocrite because then it's like, oh, somebody's doing good for us. And here I go pulling them down. Typical fucking Latino, bro. <laughs> Can't do anything, bro. <laughs> this, I was like, and I always okay. hated that. Like growing up, even from like, Chiquillo, man, I fucking, yeah. I felt like uh, that for, I, I've noticed it because for some reason I felt like I'm, or at least my mom could would always tell me you can do whatever and whatever. Yeah. Like she's like, in this world, it's yours. You do whatever, you know? Uh, and I think I was blessed with parents that gave me the opportunity to, that made truly made me feel I can do whatever and whatever. And yeah. Uh, and so I've always felt like there's a lot meant for me and I need to figure out how and what, but um, it's not trying to make it about me, <laughs> but every time I express that, it's like, who the fuck you think you are? Quien eres? Que te crees? And it's like that point is like, so from yeah. little, I learned that like, there's always pulling why can't we bring ourselves up man like they, we'll they be, gotta keep us they gotta keep us grounded so my uh my brother by the way uh you know for example like i've, I've lost this weight right and my mom the other day I was, this is like two nights ago uh she sees you know i still have a little bit of a belly right and she's like she's like you still gotta get rid of your belly like you still have a little bit of i'm like ching oh, i just lost <laughs> i just lost 50 pounds ching, like, give me a fucking break right uh i think she felt bad after after that because i called it <laughs> and then uh and then my brother was like hey bro like your face like looks thinner he's like but you got to get rid of that you got the little skin under your neck now because your face is skinnier i'm like Ching, <laughs> can somebody say hey great job bro you lost fucking 50 pounds i like, no, we can't do that bro it's, it's in our nature it's like fucking I think I almost think it's like cariño dude cariño to talk shit for- <laughs> i agree <laughs> like- i agree that's doing something that's uh that's great. Uh hang on. 
It's the 104 Days of Summer in San Antonio, Bad Bunny edition. Your chance to win tickets uh, to see Bad Bunny all summer long. Hoy por la noche, Doc Browns uh, will be there starting at 10 o'clock. You could win Bad Bunny tickets with Bad Bunny Friday nights at Doc Browns. Going back to the whole thing, like it's it's a it's a I think it's a double edged sword. Uh, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, like the way you place it, yeah, it keeps us grounded, not so uh, big headed, but at the same time, some of it can cut us and for sure hold us down for sure. And and we need to figure out how we can have both without yeah while still bringing each other up. Yeah, well, uh, we're not gonna fix it here, but it, at least it's a good way to f- figure it out some way at some point. Uh, you spoke it out into the universe, so that's a good start. That's a good start. Um, so, without keeping you too much longer, um, because I hate editing two-hour-long episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would love to have you back on. And, sure, man. Sure. And like you said, maybe like a, a little music session. That would be awesome, because I need to be introduced into new music. That gets you into the too hard, too fast at the gym, right? Yeah, that goes. Yeah, too hard, too fast, and then yeah, and then I that's go. That's a good name for a gym, too, dude. Too hard, too fast. Too hard, too, too fast. Hard, too fast. It, it was a it was a drinking story. Now, uh, so my co-host that uh, you know he he used to uh, go too hard, too fast. So he would show up to parties and feel the need to catch up, and he go too hard, too fast. And we were just a conversation. Hey, um, I need to. A- I need, He's like, why do I get so drunk? I was like, dude, well, it's because you go too hard, too fast. Like you need to pace it off. <laughs> I think we all, I think we all know somebody like that. By the way, I'm yeah, happy. for sure. Hey, um, so speaking of too hard, too fast, the last and final question I'm going to ask you is: Do you have a too hard, too fast story? Maybe a story that um, where you got too drunk to function. Maybe something embarrassing that happened on the radio. Uh, words of wisdom or cautionary tells anything you feel comfortable sharing with us well i'll share anything um i'm trying to find a good one because i've had many too hard too fast moments um but i have to say um there's i'll share i'll give you two um Perfect. Two is our favorite number here at Too Hard to Fest. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, I was uh, still in high school and uh, partying in Nuevo Laredo, driving driving home to Laredo, Texas. And I went too hard, too fast, and I hit one of those cement like dividers before I crossed into the U.S. So I was driving my mom's car, dude, and like the bumper was dragging, dude. The car was all fucked up, right? And I pull up to customs, dude. And uh, the guy's like, are you doing okay? Like, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I fucking hit a thing back there. Like, I just live right here. Like, and uh, he's like, all right. He's like, oh, be careful. And he let me through, dude, right? Like, park, told my dad. I walked to their bedroom and I'm like, hey, uh, I wrecked the car last night. Um, you know, but, I, you know, I, I drove home. I'm fine, whatever. So my dad thought, my dad thought, uh, and then it wasn't that bad, right? And uh, no, but I did like at eight in the morning, eight thirty, dude. I hear my dad yelling my name. Papa, you <laughs> I was like, shit. So I went too hard, too fast that night, and told my mom's car. 
Um, the other one was probably I was on the air drinking, um, which I, I, I um, I'm trying to remember what it what the occasion was. I think it was Cinco de Mayo, maybe. I don't remember. But we were drinking mimosas in the studio. And we're all saucy, having a good time. And I spilt, I don't know if you see these uh, little grooves there. But I spilt the mimosa in one of those grooves, right? And, uh, And I shit you not, like a little mushroom cloud of smoke like came up like (laughs) (laughs) and like those things cost like four hundred thousand dollars dude like they're not cheap bro like somebody does that like you're gonna get fired um this was in la it wasn't here uh (laughs) and uh i thankfully didn't get fired didn't get fired um i was honest with the engineer and uh we all got a slap on the wrist and uh, they sent it off to get repaired but uh yeah that was uh those are my two two of my two i have many of them dude but those are just two of them well hopefully we hear more because mm-hmm. like i said i want to have you back on um that, those are good to hard to fast stories some cautionary tales mixed into it mm-hmm. um don't drink around electronics <laughs> and um don't total your mom's car. <laughs> Don't total your mom's car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but dude, I've had a great time, man. Um, you too, bro. I, um, I'm glad I got to meet you. Um, I hope we keep in touch, like I said. I yeah, mean, man, we man. will keep in touch. There's no doubt about it. Congrats uh, on uh, on the podcast, dude. I think uh, you're fucking, it's great. I think you're doing a great job. So thank congrats. you. I appreciate that. And, um, I, huge compliment uh, for real. Mm-hmm. And then we'll end it right here. Uh, remember, dare to be you, dare to be weird. Oh, where can actually, before I do all that, where can people obviously listen to 104.5 if you're in San Antonio? Yeah. Um, yeah. But where can people follow you? Dude, uh, I'm usually slanging crypto cocaine at the Culebra parking lot on Commercial and South Cross, by the way. Crypto uh, cocaine. Crypto cocaine, bro. You can't see it. You can't <laughs> feel it. You can't touch it but it's in a baggie and it will fuck you up, bro. <laughs> once, uh, once you go crypto cocaine, you don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm selling crypto perico, dude, out of the Culebra parking lot. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm doing, dude. Uh, uh, real, real talk. Uh, no, I, I always thought, man, I should like people who are investing in crypto. I was one of them. Right. And I thought, man, you know, this is basically like investing money in imaginary money, right? Like it's, you can't te- like you can't see it. Like, yeah, it's there in an app. But what the fuck does that really mean? Right. Right. I'm like, I should fucking sell crypto cocaine, man. Fucking <laughs> 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 crypto weed or something. Right. And be like, it's not illegal, bro. There's nothing in the bag. Right. Just uh, take a big whiff and, <laughs> and you got it. Just blow into a bag and have it puffy and be like, here's your crypto cocaine. Wow. <laughs> Anyway, um, no, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tito C. Uh, Caballero is my last name. So at I am T-I-T-O-C. It's the same on Twitter. It's the same on, I think it's the same on TikTok. Um, I don't do much on TikTok yet, but I have some ideas. Uh, I just got to start them. Um, Tito and Vivo on Facebook and then my, my American Vida podcast. Don't edit that out, dude. Let me fucking say. <laughs> Sober George, competitors. 
check out my American Vida podcast. Uh, it is a meeting place and a platform for um, the Latinx community and people who are seeking uh, a bicultural identity. So, for sure, yeah. man, for sure, American Vida podcast. Yeah, one hundred four point five Latino hits. Tito yep. Caballero, thank you very much for being on. Yes, uh, sir. Get your crypto cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> on the next one we'll be doing it with you guys like that <laughs> uh, yeah. remember dare be you dare be weird bye peace